0: What will it all amount to ten seconds after you die? Where will your eternal soul be while some clergyman passes out pleasant tormentos over your cold body? Or my friend, where will you spend eternity You ever thought about that? See, I've taken care of that. I don't have to worry about that. Because when I die, I will be in heaven before the corner comes and say, yep, he's dead, but I'm not really dead. If you're lost and you die, you're not really dead. Because that soul and spirit will go to hell immediately. That's some serious stuff. So unceasing time runs its hurried course. The hands of the clock sweep over our faces, leaving that wake, wrinkles, loose folds and gray hair and in my case, no hair. We can have hair plants and wigs and all of that, but we're still going to grow old. And God said in James chapter 4, verse 14, what is your life is even as a vapor that appear for a little time and then vanishes away. And it would happen today. It's the only thing I'm doing over on the lake. I don't want my two daughters have to go through stuff and say, I don't know what he would do with it. I don't know what he wants to do with it. So, Lord, let me live long enough to separate the junk from the good stuff. I don't need a very big a place for the good stuff, you know, because uh, I do that for them. Generation after generation live and die like dogs. Totally ob- oblivious to the higher g- goal for their life. Blind to the reality of the life to come and the day of reckoning. The great white throne judgment for the loss. The judgment seat of Christ is for we that are saved. And as you and I stand before God, the books was opened and another book is opened. And we'll see our life go right before us. Right. And I'm sure some people will say, Lord, you sure was merciful to me. Because I wasn't the servant that a lot of people thought I was. I wasn't even the servant I thought it was. You're going to see it. And this old false Doctrine that everybody's going to be equal in heaven. You haven't read the Bible. Give an account to God for what we have done, whether good or bad. Question, as we just started this morning, most of the world is eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. It's from motto. Blind to the reality that the life to come and a day of reckoning, mankind carelessly expends and just let the channel of life burn down. So, a few today have ever read the whole Bible, let alone taking it seriously. It is considered outmolested. Medieval, with great gusto and delight, many a modern mind has mocked God and the old book. That's what they're doing to our school system mocking God. Every parent that has a child in school ought to be at those board meetings. Think it's not in these little small counties, you're wrong. Where will it end? They're mocking us. They can talk about us we can't talk about them. You say, Well, God knows how I feel. Really? God knows your best friend is lost, so you don't have any responsibility to tell him how to be saved? Come on now. How many people will you had opportunity to preach the gospel to, or or to give out a crack. You can't make anybody come. You can't make anybody believe. They don't want it, pastor. They don't want it. I don't want to be sick, but I still get sick. That's life. And that's the Christian life, our responsibility. If we can't verbally tell somebody, we ought to have tracks in our possessions so we can leave it. You know, I drove to Georgetown this week. One of my favorite places to eat is talk about. And I came up on the front porch and what did I see? Queer rocking chairs. You say, well, they're going to sell them whether you support it or not. They're not getting my support. I lost, I mean, I to let Harold out on the day because I, I was going to call him and say, How, you want to? I'm over here in Georgetown. You want to you, go out to eat? You know. But I couldn't do it. Right. If you didn't do it, that's fine. I can't go to Target. Brother Vance it's going to be so you can't go nowhere. That's all right. Generation after generation live and die like dogs, totally oblivious to a higher call for their lives. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. That's the motto. Few today ever read the Holy Bible, let alone take it serious. It is considered outmodeled and medieval. You know what the writer of Hebrews said in the second chapter and the third verse? How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? I think everybody feels that way about the granddaughter. But, you know, Jay's little blonde-headed wonder. I mean, you know, she she is sharp. She's intelligent. She's beautiful. And I said, you know, (laughs) I don't want her living in this world. There is nowhere your children can go without being influenced by evil. You must quickly set about seeking God's salvation first. Notice with me in the book of Romans, Chapter 3, I'm going to read a thing this morning that most of you, if you sit under me any time at all, I haven't already heard. But Romans 3, verse 23, God said, 3.23 says this, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Go back up to verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Verse 12. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doth good, no, not one. The, you know, we got to make those decisions, and some of them are hard. You know, when a person calls you up and says, "You know, I need some help." You know, and so you do as I do. You try to check into it to see whether it's going to be used on drugs or alcohol or whatever. And if you know it, and if you give it you're contributing to it whether you agree with that or not I can't do that I mean you know maybe I can go to the grocery and buy them some food hope they know how to cook but I'm not going to send them to a restaurant when they're drinking like a goldfish Are using drugs? I'm approving of it when I do that. So let's stop pretending and face up to the truth: lust, lies, theft, greed, drudges, impatience, intolerance, envy, pride, conceit, anger, hatred, violence, revolt. Rebellion are all part of the parcel of the human condition. Where will it end? I say this not because it's in my message, but I believe it with all my heart. It's about over, church. It's about over. We need to understand that sin is a transgression of the law. Makes us guilty of breaking God's commandments. Every sin is a sin committed against God. If you're a child of the king and you deliberately tell somebody a lie, you're saying that God's son wasn't sufficient to save your soul and to cleanse you. Say people live different. Amen. God, with whom we have to do, I mean, look at First John, First John, Chapter three. First John chapter 3 as we look at here in verse 4 God said whosoever committed sin transgress also the law for sin is the transgression of the law every time you sin you're doing something that God said don't do amen, amen. Hebrews chapter 4 Hebrews chapter four. God says here in verse thirteen, He says, Neither is there any Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in His sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of Him with whom we have to do. There's nothing There's nothing that I do that God doesn't see it. Secondly, we must realize that there is a payday coming for sins. I mean, God says, for the wages of sin is death. The soul that sinned, it shall die. I mean, we need to realize, as God said, and as it's appointed unto man wants to die, but after this, the judgment. You're going to give an account to God at that great white throne judgment. You're going to see says how bad you are And you're going to hear God say depart from me and you'll be in hell forever. You'll go in debt for your kids but you won't tell them about Jesus. Come on now. What is more important? For them to wire the latest clothes and a new car or go to heaven when they die. You don't want to shove it down them every time they see them. You know, I've got some grandchildren that, that says, but Papa, I'm saved, you know that. Well, uh, I'm not sure that a salvation that won't bring you to church, a salvation that won't cause you to read the word of God, a salvation that won't have you making choices against the world and for God is going to take you anywhere. Especially heaven. And you may say, well, Brother Vance, you're judging. Oh, I'm just reading the Bible. You know, one thing about me, everything that I tell you, I can show you chapter and verse for it. Amen. And if you disagree, if you argue about it, you argue with God. Amen. That's between you and him. Right. I'm such a spiritual mailman. Right. And I need to be employed. Amen. You know, God has set a date of your departure from this world, ready or not, you have an appointed with death which you will keep. Two different times my wife said, come here, hold me. I think I'm dying. The third time, she just was walking down the hall. She held out her arms and she fell into my arms. She was in the presence of God before I got her on the floor. We never know when that time comes, right. but I tell you if you really love somebody you don't want to see them you know you're so, well you just get them so they don't speak to you and don't want to come around you well I got one that I'm never told him anything. He's supposed to know it more than I do. You know, he went to school and all that stuff. It, it didn't take. See, there's a lot of people here hear the gospel, but they don't take. Because they joined the church, they were baptized because that's what mommy wants, that's what daddy wants, that's what their best friend is. Because if you're truly saved, you never get over it. Amen. Amen. A friend of mine who has invited me to preach knows the preacher boy that I know, and he told the guy that he invited me to preach. He said, Do you realize how hard that old boy preaches? You don't want him coming in here and preaching like that. He's my friend. You spot, Can you imagine what my enemies are saying about me? It's not hard. It's just truth. And if you want some Mouthpiece up here that tell you how good you are and you know you're the most wonderful thing since apple pie I ain't him but I preach the way I preach because I love you Amen. and I wouldn't on purpose hurt anybody's feelings but I'm not going to fulfill my calling either God has set the date of your departure. Ready or not, you have an appointment with death which you will keep. Don't deceive yourself into thinking that there's a second chance. No, that you will return to earth perhaps as a frog or a cow. You're in the wrong church if you believe that. I like cats and I eat frogs, so, you know, I would hate to think I'm eating one of my kinfolks. You're going to heaven if you've been washed in the blood of Jesus. Yeah. It's appointed under man wants to die. It's appointed. Not many times neither consider yourself or anything. It's just on that appointed day, you're going to leave here. It is appointed unto man once to die. That's not bad. But then the judgment. Can you imagine at that, that judgment seat of Christ when God is putting your life before you? And you're sitting there and said, I did all that. And he still loves me. I probably cried more the last eleven months I ever did in my life. But uh I heard a song that just blessed me. I, you know, I, Tim said, "Why do you play the same song over and over and over?" I said, "Because I like it. I like it. I like it." But there's a song that says, "God understands my tears." If you haven't heard it, got that little box that you, yeah, the Isaacs. I played it one day, I I know, seven, eight times in a row. You may not understand me, but God does. God understands my tears. And if you think men don't cry, you haven't become an adult yet. You die in your sins, unpardoned, unforgiven. You will have to pay for them yourself throughout eternity. God, who is holy and just, cannot turn a blind eye to your sins. Not one guilty sinner, not one sin will be permitted to pollute the purity of glory. You know what I'm just saying? You've got to be perfect to go to heaven. Well, since there's no good in me at all, I, don't, I haven't figured out a way that I could meet that qualification. So, but Jesus did for me what I couldn't do for myself. And he said in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, and it is appointed. Unto man wants to die. That's not bad for a saved person. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I would like to be on this earth when Christ says, Come up. Uh, I've always preached, always believed that I wouldn't die a natural death, I would be raptured up. I still believe that. That's how close I believe the second coming of God is, Henry. going to look for the sky to open up. And Jesus said, come up here. Come on up. God said, Hebrews 9, 27, and it is appointed unto man once to die. But let's read the rest of it. But after this, the judgment. We know we don't have no sin because Christ paid for the sin. What's the judgment? When God saved you, what does he expect you to do? Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Go ye into all the world Thirdly, you must realize that you cannot save yourself. Drowning men need outside help. Man cannot save his own soul. So salvation is of the Lord. I mean, it's it's as simple as I possibly can make it. God said, Not the works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. Titus 3, 5. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are we saved through faith. Not to yourselves is a gift of God, not of works least any man should boast. But we are all an unclean thing, and all our righteousness is a... Filthy rags. Isaiah 64, 6. If your hope of heaven rests on your tainted good works, you will surely never see that place. But if you know without a shadow of a doubt that you are saved, that Christ saved you, you want to work as hard as if somebody would see you and he's working for his salvation. No, he's working out his salvation. Amen. Not working for. God already put it in. God did the sacrifice. Now we need to work it out. Fourthly, you... You and you alone must trust Christ to wipe away your sins. Out of love for your hell-bound soul, God left heaven's glory and came down to this sin-cursed earth. He sure did. out of love for your hell-bound soul, God left heaven for you. And when he gave up the ghost on that cross that day, he settled it once and for all. All i got to do is accept the gift. But, see, if you're truly saved and somebody goes out of their way to help you, to protect you, you know, there wouldn't be any gossiping in the church if if everybody would do the way I believe should be done. You know, people come, I want to tell you about Brother So-and-so. Well, but wait a minute let's let's get him on the phone and have a three way call. I mean, surely if you if you're saved and he's saved that you're gonna talk about him don't you want him there? Amen. Joseph would wouldn't be no more Joseph. No, I don't think it's anybody's business, if we want to use that word, what I do. But if you love me and you see me going there, you ought to have some concern, you know. The best way to help somebody is to cut it off before they get too far in it. Okay. Settle it once and for all. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man come unto the Father but by me. All that is left is for you to do is to admit to God in prayer that you are a condemned sinner and ask Christ to save you. No, I'm not preaching salvation by praying through. Every so often, I just stop and say, Father, thank you for saving me. Thank you for paying what I would have suffered throughout eternity. And no, I don't deserve it. And most of the time, I don't even appreciate it. God says in Romans chapter 10, verse 13. we only got a couple more scriptures. We'll let you go. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Look what God said. He said here, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. At a person... I was talking to him a while back. He said, I, I, I follow you on the, the sermon audio. And one of your sermons that, uh, you know, I didn't quite understand because you uh, talk about turning your life over to the Lord. And you said the only way you can do that is to be a Born again Christian. I said, Yeah, I, I tried it a lot when I was lost, and each time I went to that hog pen, it was worse than the first time. You know what I'm saying? Until God brought me out of the hog pen. So he said in Romans chapter 10, verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Everybody's saved is a preacher, not everybody's pastor. When God saved you, you had the commission Go into all the world. When God opens the door, you take it. Don't be going in the doors that God hadn't opened. You'll just mess up things. John. John chapter 1 and verse 12. That's what he said. He said, but as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You know, when you can practice John one twelve, God's already involved. Because it says, but as many as receive him. A lost man can't receive him, a lost man don't want to receive him. But when Christ works on your water, you can't get it off your mind. I fought that fight a long time. I mean, several weeks. Even after I know that Brother Bill wasn't my enemy, he was preaching things I didn't understand. It was new to him. I never heard it before. But I knew that when I started taking notes and Dora would take them for me and We would go home and we'd go over those. That It wasn't Bill the Rosses telling me I needed a Savior. It was God. It was God. You know what I'm saying? John chapter 3, verse 16, we know what that that says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Then go down to verse 36. He that believeth on the Son hath. Right now. See, if you're not saved when somebody baptized you, all, all you did was, Get wet. Get wet. And you felt so good. I was baptized. God said, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. You realize that if you're lost this morning, and you reject Jesus Christ again, the wrath of God is on you. The wrath of God will follow you. And you'll use all kinds of excuses. Well, you know, I, I didn't make a move because I know I couldn't keep it. Amen. You're right. People would doubt. Amen. You're right. But you know what will happen? God will work on the inside and change the outside. He doesn't work on the outside and go in. And if you notice, that's what most people do. I'm saved, so I don't do this no more. I don't do that no more. I don't do this no more. And they hang out for a while. It won't last you got to go from the inside and work out. When God is in your heart, he is the only thing that is important to you because he will make a way out of no way. Amen. Every time. <coughs> so if you have taken the gospel message to heart, obey it. Oh, bad. Song leader, piano strum.